0: So, I just had a thought. I looked at somebody just now uh, and judged them harshly. And this is a habit that I built up as a teenager, maybe even younger, and I never really knew why. I would just see uh, people sometimes, and I would see something that I would call a weakness. And it would really uh, make me feel uncomfortable, and therefore I directed that negativity toward them and i'm aware of how fucked up that is and i know that there are going to be some of you that aren't familiar with this feeling well it comes back to how judgmental my father was my fear of making mistakes and doing things wrong and internalizing my mistakes as vices or things that were wrong with me has been a really bad habit and this is one that i this is one that i conquered a couple of years ago Clearly not completely, but the majority of the time I never have thoughts like this, or I notice them and I can flip them. Yeah, I noticed when I was early 18 that I was having these thoughts and I was being really judgmental of people and it was only adding negativity to my life and it was further distancing my connection to other people. And that's all we really want, to feel connected. Through these observations and knowing that I have the deep proclivity to judge people. It kind of paints the world in an interesting way. When I look at people now, I see them as a mixture of virtues and vices sometimes. And let me explain what that means. When you look at one particular person, depending on how you react to them, it shows a lot about how you view yourself. What do I mean by that? Have you ever had a really gut reaction when looking at somebody that you didn't know, a stranger. This is what had just happened to me right now. I'll give you a negative example. I saw an Asian guy with a hunch, and uh, I was bullied for being the only Asian kid in my grade as a a really young kid for a long time. And it wasn't major bullying, but it was enough to uh, make me self-conscious and separate me the rest of the crowd and that's something that i internalized so upon seeing this random guy who i know nothing about it reminded me of this deep insecurity that i had within myself subconsciously consciously i didn't really know that that was what was going on i just saw him and i thought wow that guy is pretty gross and i know how fucked up that is but that was just the impulsive conscious thoughts we all have negative impulsive thoughts and being aware of them is how we change ourselves for the better. But beyond that, what I find about all this that's so interesting is that you can look at people, anybody, and you can see them as a mixture of virtues and vices. When you really look at people with a judgmental or maybe a let's say an observant eye, you'll see how they could be better and how they could be worse, and that really paints a picture of your values as a person, and the only people we don't really judge are children. And To a certain extent, we do think of them positively because we see all their potential, but by the time people get formulated into adults, even young adults, they're kind of becoming themselves. And as they become themselves, our reactions toward them as strangers mark where we think they are in terms of how virtuous they might be, or how beautiful they might be even. You can look at a particular stranger and see something like a hunch, or acne, or balding, or a limp, and that'll immediately... That'll immediately mark out a particular vice, but every single person is a mixture of vices and virtues, and when you really look at people that way, it paints the world in a really interesting picture. Dude, I had that before. The only people that we aren't able to parse out negativity from are the people that we're initially attracted to. And this even sparks a more beautiful realization because when you see somebody that you're really attracted to, when you see a stranger that you're really attracted to, this makes me realize that it's because there is nothing that you see that is negative about them. Their virtue to vice ratio, in your eyes, however distorted or clear your sight may be, and I'm not saying that my sight is clear at all, they're as close to perfection as they could possibly be. And those are the people that we're initially attracted to, the people that seem nearly perfect. And uh, that is very, very beautiful, but now that's both a gift and a curse. And I can go on and on and on about this. The last couple things that I'm gonna say about this are, when you are falling in love with the person that you just met, you're falling in love with them because they are as close to your ideal your subconscious ideal of what the perfect partner is like what the perfect virtues are like that you can conceive of and that's wonderful in and of itself but it also marks the turning point for when you get used to those virtues and you acclimate them into your own being because people you surround yourself with connect to you, and when you're in a romantic relationship, it influences you more than any other relationship that you've ever had. By the time you really get to know them, that picture of virtues and vices starts to paint itself out, just like any other person that you can observe as a stranger. So it takes out the naive beauty, but I think that naive beauty is beauty nonetheless. The the, The naive beauty in the beginning that this person is an ideal, that this person is perfect, and that's why I love them, or at least that's why I'm really attracted to them. So I think finding the balance between seeing this beauty in a person, maybe a friend, or even a stranger, or even your romantic partner, and especially yourself, and knowing what the mixture of virtues and vices are inside them and inside you, balancing that consciously gives you, A, the most appreciation for who they are and for who you are and be the most awareness of how you can grow as a person. I just thought that was really beautiful. All right, let's get on with our day.